0: Saturday edition of Free Talk Live.
1: <laughs> Who was the guy with the mirror face?
0: Uh, Destro? Yeah,
1: that with, was Like it. the chrome head? He yeah. was like bald,
0: but like his head was all made of metal. Yeah. He was a little really shiny. Yes.
1: I mean, what what are the odds of this organization having two commanders that have mirrors for faces? <laughs> I, uh... I got to say that was total predictive programming. Uh, they were getting us all ready for having a nameless, literally faceless uh, terrorist organization that was international, and that's what the U.S. military would be going after.
0: Yeah, it. Uh, at the very least, it's coincidental foreshadowing. <laughs> or programming, if you want to look deeper.
1: Yeah, I... I <laughs> I don't believe in coincidences.
0: Like, I was a fan of G.I. Joe, the comic or the uh, cartoon when it came out. Like, that was my thing. I came home from school, you know, 4 o'clock, 3.30, whatever time it was. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But, you know, oh, yeah, I got to turn on channel whatever because G.I. Joe is going to be on.
1: Yeah, and they had this amazing ability of shooting lasers at each other without ever hurting anyone.
0: Yeah. They had, you know, the theme song, real American hero, this kind of thing. And, like, I look back at it now and I'm like... Holy balls, was I propagandized.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it works, man. Uh, if you tell people you're going into the military, you're a hero.
0: Yeah. So uh, some people listening are wondering, what's up with uh, Mr. Freeman? Why is he not in chair number one? You're going to have to sibilate less. Yes. All right, I'll, I'll stop doing that. It's annoying. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I have an unwritten parody song. It's uh, Barry Manilow's "Copa Cabana," mm. but you just change the Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander. He was the Cobra, Cobra Commander. Right. I don't have any other words. I have some words for it somewhere, but I've never actually finished writing that song or that parody anyway. But every time Cobra Commander comes up, I immediately have the Cobra Commander "Copa Cabana" in yeah. my head.
1: Yeah, some jokes you got to figure out if, uh, if the punchline makes it worth writing the joke for.
0: This one I think does, but I think it would have to be accompanied by an appropriate video. Mm. You know, a music video for it to, to really hit home. Mm. Uh, it's one of the things I've been lacking in my uh, parody artist, uh, we'll call it career, mm. for lack of a better term. Not that I've ever profited off of that. <laughs> I've put way more money into, into music than I will ever get out, that's for sure. Hmm. Um, but one of the things I've been lacking on is music videos for the parodies. And so whenever I decide to do some parodies again, video will be uh, a very important component of doing those. Uh, I have some, a couple of irons in the fire, so to speak, mm. on, on that front. But nothing I'm really you know, willing to put a, a date and time on uh, as far as completion and all that. They're all just sort of in the idea phase. I wonder
1: if uh, AI will reach the point where we can use it for animation. By that point,
0: well, there's there's some things that I'm exploring that will lead to video if they go my way. But if they don't go my way, then I'm going to have to figure out something different. But none of that even can happen until I don't know mid late October mm. before you know that that can go down. So and then there's of course you know the recording of the songs and the the mixing of the songs and the mastering and you know all the Fun stuff that goes along with it, but uh, we could talk about that another time. I would like to start this show. We are going to talk about the New Mexico governor who has, uh, I don't know if you've heard this, it's been all the rage on the social media for the last mm, six, seven hours.
1: I'm sorry, I get 90% of my news through meme form.
0: There, yeah, <laughs> there haven't, I mean, there's been some memes, but not specifically
1: like, mentioning this. But As soon as I find a meme that I clearly don't get, I know something has happened in the world.
0: The New Mexico governor has issued an order suspending the right to carry firearms either openly or concealed with permits uh, in across Albuquerque and whatever county Albuquerque is in. Why? Uh, we'll get to that. We'll uh, talk about that. Right. But uh, it's it's horrifying. It's one of these, you know, well, I've declared a state of emergency. Therefore, I have more power. Mm. Right. It's, yeah, it's sickening. Well,
1: if there's anything that really qualifies the modern American era, it's the petty tyrant. Yeah. I mean, 2020 showed us exactly how bad local government really
0: is. Yeah. And we'll get back to this and talk about it. It is our, sort of our main story. I've titled the show, you know, New Mexico, governor suspends, you know, guns or whatever. But I want to talk a little bit about the founder of this program, Mr. Ian Freeman. Mm. Um, This is a call, if you will, a call out to anyone. Uh, The Saturday Night Show is our biggest show. It's our most popular one. It's the largest broadcast area. Uh, So I want to put a call out to everyone whom Ian has ever helped. Monday at 10 a.m. in Concord at the federal courthouse is his sentencing hearing. This has been postponed a few times uh, in there's a tiniest bit of chance that it'll be postponed again, but it's so minute that like people are flying in from places to make sure that they attend. Uh, media will be there. So if you are an activist whom Ian has helped, if you are a listener whose life has been changed by this program, by Ian's efforts, uh, if you are somebody just in the community here in New Hampshire, uh, the Freedom Community, the Free State Project, uh, and you you know, moved or became a part of the Freedom Community as a result of Free Talk Live and Ian's efforts, if Ian has helped you in any way in your business world, because I know that oftentimes when people come here, uh, if they meet Ian, Ian will be, hey, so what do you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, you might get along with so-and-so or so-and-so is in this industry, and he'll introduce people to, and he does this all, of course, for for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, he does these public services for no fee, right? He just connects people because, well, he's all about freedom all the time. Yeah. And so this is a call out to everyone that Ian Freeman has ever assisted, uh, whose life he has changed, who has had an impact on you or your business in a positive way, please show up. It would mean a great deal, not only to Eton, but to the Liberty community at large to see the largest possible turnout of people at the courthouse that we can get for this. Yeah. So I'm asking you as human beings, if you've been assisted in any way, do whatever you can to show up at 10 a.m. on Monday in Concord, New Hampshire for this court hearing. I want to pack the courthouse and I want like there to be standing room only in the street. There will be media there, of course. Uh, I'm assuming there will be two documentary filmmakers there because they've been to everything that coincides with the crypto six trials thus far. There will be, of course, local media there. There will be some other national media there. And you, you need to be there. If you're listening to this broadcast, do whatever you have to do to get to Concord, New Hampshire on Monday by 10 a.m. I realize not everybody's going to be able to do that. But, you know, if it just so happens that you can, you have the ability, you have the money to do it, do it. So there's the call. I'll mention this again repeatedly, both today and tomorrow. But uh, Ian and his wife have decided to have a night out on this Saturday before all this goes down on Monday. And so he asked me kindly, he's like, hey, man, me and the wife are going out. Can Can you fill in? And I said, of course, dude, I got your back. So here we are. Ian Freeman has the night off. So moving right along. It is free talk live in the studio tonight. It's myself, the authentic Lord Reverend Dr. Captain Kickass Buckshot Esquire, if you will, joining me tonight. Beakless Mountaineer. Uh, the telephone number, because we are a live call in radio program, is 603 283 6160. Again, 603 283 6160, if you'd like to join us tonight. The big news, of course, and this just happened today. Um, I only bumped into it because I got on some social media. The oh, Second Amendment doesn't apply in Albuquerque. Apparently, the Constitution doesn't apply in New Mexico as long as the governor thinks there's an emergency. Well, not all of
1: New Mexico, just Albuquerque.
0: Well, You can it, have
1: your rights in the, actually, in the human rights zone mm, over I there. Mean,
0: this is the governor, so mm. like if, if everybody just goes along with this, <laughs> which they shouldn't, Mm -mm. In fact, I would love to see a a mass uprising of the citizens of the greater Albuquerque area and the uh, Bernalillo County area, uh, you know, just sort of uh, rise up and say, no, we will not comply. Uh, You know, go go do something to yourselves. And, uh, you know, maybe show up, uh, you know, I don't know, carry FCC yourself. Yeah, maybe show up carrying to wherever the heck this uh, governor likes to spend time, Uh, you know, call the news, make it make it known that this is unacceptable at every level. It's up to you. Like the government's not going to step in. Right, uh, the police aren't going to come and arrest this governor. Right, the the local police, the state police, the the FBI is not going to investigate the governor and arrest her. The CIA, right. the any of these alphabet agencies, they're not going to do the internal affair. Nothing, nothing is going to happen to this person unless Guaranteed. the people make it happen. Yeah, it's the only way.
1: Well, and honestly, this is the effect of having never normalized open carry because I, I, and I get it. Like you want to be polite and that kind of upsets certain people. So in an effort to not upset certain people, you don't walk around strapped, but this is the effect of that is that slowly, but surely the government becomes less and less
0: polite to you as you are polite to everyone else. Yeah. It's also the result of, Again, the people, I'm looking at the average person, ordinary folk, who allowed things like the declaration of an emergency, mm. right, to be written into law as giving these governors more power when they do so. Because we know that once you give the organization known as government the breadth mm-hmm. of, oh, if I declare an emergency, I get more power, then they're going to invent emergency after emergency after emergency.
1: Honestly, this is something that I have never comprehended why people fall for this. Like, the powers that they have during an emergency well, because are the powers that they have. It's too complex
0: for the regular person to understand, Mr. Mountaineer. We don't... Uh, it's so complex. The, the running of governments and being a man of state is so complex, the regular person could never comprehend it. That's how most people actually feel.
1: Look, the powers that they have during an emergency are the powers that they have. Period. Full stop. That is how it always works. That's how it always will work. That's how it always has worked. Mm-hmm. So, oh, wow. Shocker. They They will declare an emergency when it is not really called for, because it gives them more power. Shocking. And honestly, if you if you act like prisoners, you will be treated like prisoners. And 2020 proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that we are willing to act as if we are in a prison. Oh, very much so. So is it really any big shock that they are now starting to say, well, now that we've acknowledged that this is a prison... Why are we allowing people to be armed in here? Why are we allowing people to pick which substances they do and do not want to put in their body? These are our cattle.
0: And dear United States of America, if you live inside of the commonly recognized border of that name, it is up to you. You are the only one who can change this. The government isn't going to change them. They're not going to be like, oh, you know what? We shouldn't have done that. We're sorry. We'll take it back. Right. Because that has never happened. Name a time that that has happened. I can't name one. Can you? No. When the the government's like, oops, we'll take that back. Sorry, guys.
1: Throughout history, governments of all stripes have only temporarily stepped back in terms of uh, over encroaching on people's rights and freedoms if... And only if they perceive that that will allow them to do so more later. That's it. That's all there ever
0: was. Yeah, and and much like, uh, let's see, uh, the TSA, the uh, COVID lockdowns, uh, and many other things governments have put forth. uh, Oh, this is only temporary, according to said governor. Yeah. Now, we know from history, recent history, that once... Some official person, governor in this case, from some state does a thing that we inevitably get what I like to call the monkey see, monkey do effect. Mm. So here is a person who has done a thing and it's, you know, creating a whole bunch of press about it. I can't tell you how many different uh, articles have been written about this already just since like six hours ago when I first learned of it. Uh, and in fact, I have two different sources just here tonight. Uh, there's several more. I just stopped at two because I'm like, well, okay, I guess we're talking about this tonight.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what we're going to see, of course, is some other governor in some other state repeating this action because it generated so much publicity. Yeah. Bad or good, it doesn't matter. It's the amount of publicity that it's generating that is going to definitely result in a monkey see monkey do effect that means in your state if you're not in new mexico it's entirely possible that your governor might issue the same type of order
1: yeah and i guarantee that this has assured this politician's place in the democratic party for the rest of his life uh it's her
0: or at least so i've been told new mexico governor michelle lujan grisham has issued an emergency public health order. Mm, that's what it is. It's just not healthy. Temporarily suspending the right to carry firearms in public across Albuquerque and surrounding Bernalillo County. Which, just the headline in and of itself, should make everybody who, uh, again, resides in the area commonly referred to as the United States of America, quake in your shoes. This is a thing that should never happen. Mm-hmm. Santa well, Fe, New Mexico. New Mexico Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham on Friday issued an emergency order suspending the right to carry firearms in public across Albuquerque and the surrounding county for at least 30 days in response to a spate of gun violence. A spate of gun violence. <laughs> I don't really know what a spate is. What's a spate? Uh,
1: I I don't know. You're supposed to call a spate a spate?
0: (laughs) Is that a precise measurement? It's a different word. Yeah, not spate. Uh, The Democratic governor said she expects legal challenges, but was compelled to act because of recent shootings, including the death of an 11-year-old boy outside a minor league baseball stadium this week. Michelle Luan Grisham said state police would be responsible for enforcing what amounts to civil violations. Like, how how can you make state police responsible for enforcing a civil violation? Yeah, that, that, that was gobbledygook to me. Albuquerque Police Chief Harold Medina said he won't enforce it. And Bernalillo County Sheriff John Allen said he's uneasy about it because it raises too many questions about constitutional rights. Yeah.
1: Uh, Well, I mean, raises questions is one way of saying utterly violates.
0: Yeah. But sure. How about about Albuquerque Police Chief Harold Medina? How about you walk into the governor's office and uh, slap some cuffs on her? Chuck her in a cage yeah, like you'd do anybody else who tried to force their opinions upon everybody else. How about you uphold those oaths that you took?
1: Well, uh, she's allowed to do that. Actually, no. That's the one thing she's not allowed to do.
0: The firearm suspension, classified as an emergency public health order, which... I mean, okay, let's see as a state and as a, a you know a, a governor and as an agency of supposedly law mm-hmm. uh, criminal activity and the reduction of it in theory, or at least so you claim is part of your wheelhouse. And so what you're saying is that your administration thus far has failed completely at know, reducing gun violence. And so your reaction to this failure is to disarm a, a subset of people that are found to be the most law-abiding people on planet Earth. Like if you look at the number of like concealed weapons permits holders, and you look at like point zero 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 one percent of them are ever involved in any sort of you know illegal or you know violent confrontation kind of a thing. It's always in defense, right? Right. It's it's never on the offense, right? Uh, occasionally, like something like you know a child gets a hold of his dad's gun or something like that, takes it to school. That'll occur, uh, you know, from time to time. And I mean, you can
1: look into the numbers, they're overwhelming, the amount of cr- of crime that is stopped by guns just absolutely and utterly dwarfs the amount of crime that is done by guns. Yeah. And by the way, uh, a spate is a sudden, almost overwhelming outpouring. I don't remember there being a sudden, almost overwhelming outpouring of gun violence. It seems to me like this is pretty much just the standard amount of gun violence ever. Yeah, the
0: only spate of violence would be the violence committed on a daily basis by the organization type known as government. Yeah. Well, and it is just so profoundly
1: stupid. and Because this isn't going to stop the people that have decided that they're going to kill everyone. They're not going to go, up. Oh, oh, I can't do it. It'd be illegal. No, this is just literally
0: going to stop the people who could stop the killers. So when reading this, my immediate thought is uh, that she classified this as an emergency public health order. And so my first thought, is I
1: think, is the scariest part about this.
0: My first thought is, what does this have to do with public health?
1: And if this is health, what isn't? And if this is what you can do in the name of health. What can't you?
0: 603-283-6160. I would like to propose that we change one of these words to reveal a closer uh, statement to the truth. 603-283-6160. More coming up. We'll talk
2: more about this governor who has outlawed guns. This hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash, Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. In addition to being one of the world's first cryptocurrencies, Dash was the first crypto project to have a decentralized autonomous organization that to this day continues to improve and promote Dash. Every month, 10% of the mining rewards go into a treasury. Anyone with one Dash to spend can put forward a proposal to the Dash masternodes. The masternodes vet the proposals and decide which ones move forward and are funded by that treasury. Nowadays, DAOs are plentiful, but Dash paved the way by doing it first nearly a decade ago. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol and in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Thanks to the Dash DAO for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn about Dash. dash (laughs) Dash.org.
0: Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. It is Free Talk Live. What is Free Talk Live, you might ask? Well, we're a live call-in radio program where we talk about things from the perspective of peace, liberty, freedom, and prosperity. How to achieve those things. And within that, it's generally within the realm of what's known as libertarianism. Uh, Voluntarism is also a term that I like to use because it describes the philosophy way more succinctly than saying libertarian. A lot of folks uh, will want to differentiate themselves when using the libertarian title. Mm. Capital L, libertarian, uh, generally refers to somebody who is uh, in and part and uh, desiring of The Libertarian Party, the political party, called the Libertarian Party. There are people uh, that uh, don't identify as such, that refer to themselves, we'll say philosophically, as a lowercase l, Libertarian. Uh, That is to say that they believe in peace, freedom, you know, voluntary cooperation, don't violate consent, you know, all these kinds of things. There are folks who call themselves anarchists. Ooh, big scary word, anarchists. No, it doesn't mean chaos. No, it doesn't mean, you know, kids with mohawks and bicycles and skateboards and Molotov cocktails. Anarchy just means no rulers. It doesn't mean no rules. Everybody knee-jerk's like, well, if, there, if we had no rules, you would be chaos. No, well, that's, that's not what anarchy means. Anarchy, mean, anarchy does not mean no rulers. It means no rules. I'm sorry, the, I have that backwards. It does not mean... No rules. It means no rulers. That is to say, an, meaning no, and archon, meaning ruler. It's pretty simple to break the etymology of that one down. And not the 12-inch one. Right. The oppressive tyrannical one. Right. So, uh, and and that is to say, like, a lot of uh, sort of the left anarchists will be, anti-authority. Well, there's two kinds of authority, right? And it's important to differentiate the two. The authority that most people recognize is that of the government, of the state, whatever whatever government you find yourself living under, because the entire world has been claimed by governments at this point.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There's no place to go where you can live without a government. They, they claim to own the earth, even though they didn't buy it from anybody. Uh, but that is the most common uh, authority that most people associate with the word authority. Mm-hmm. We've got to call the authorities, right?
1: you got to listen to authoritative sources because if the government said it it is absolutely part of reality it could not possibly be any kind of mistruth or lie
0: right so the better kind of authority is that of an expert in a field if i uh well, i don't know i want to buy a, or build a house I bought some property there's no house on it i'd like to live there I'd, I'd like to build a house there I have no idea how to build a house, <laughs> right? I can look into stuff. I can figure out, oh, oh here's a company that, that, you know, will 3D print a house on site. Or, hey, here's a, a reputable builder uh, that I can talk with and consult with and hire them and a crew of people that come out and, you know, do the whole thing. Foundation, build the walls, you know, put the frames up, install plumbing, you know, electricity, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that would be an authority on building houses. That you voluntarily choose. Ah, there's the key. Voluntarily choose. And
1: because you voluntarily choose that authority, it's a legitimate authority. Right.
0: As opposed to the one that is chosen for you when you never consented to it. That is an illegitimate authority. Yeah.
1: Either we choose to listen to people on the basis of them having proven their abilities and their knowledge or on the basis of them having proven that they
0: can hurt you. The only thing that I can tell that politicians have proven is that they can lie better than everybody else. Well,
1: they've definitely proven that they can hurt you. That they have.
0: Uh, Before we go on, I want to tell you that this hour of Free Talk Live is brought to you by Dash Digital Cash. Dash is the cryptocurrency designed to be used for spending. Are you tired of the ever-inflating U.S. dollar? (laughs) I sure am. You can live your life on Dash instead with some handy websites. Bitrefill.com has been accepting Dash for years, and it has a ton of big-name retailers and brands, including grocers, gas stations, phone refills, Amazon, and even prepaid MasterCards. Plus, many of their gift cards are available at a discount. What about paying your bills? Spritz.finance can do that. And they can send dollars to your bank account in case you still need those for some reason. Dash is one of the oldest cryptocurrencies and is widely available on exchanges, including the decentralized Maya protocol, and it's available in multi-crypto wallets. It's easy to get and easy to use Dash. Start by learning more at Dash.org. Thank you to the Dash Dow for sending us 32 Dash per month to promote Dash on the air. Visit Dash.org to learn more about Dash. That's Dash. All right. So looping back to the first segment, we've been talking about, uh, what the heck was her name? Michelle Lujan Grisham, the governor of New Mexico, uh, has declared, just sort of announced that I am issuing an order Suspending your right to carry firearms I- anywhere, concealed or open, uh, in Bernalillo County, which, of course, is where Albuquerque is. Um, <laughs> Bruin decision? What's that? Yeah. So, like, first of all, if you look at, you know, I don't know, uh, any kind of a, a document, uh, founding document, uh, Bill of Rights, Constitution, that kind of thing, this should not be a thing that happens. Right. No governor should be able to go, oh, you know what? I decree that you can no longer be armed. This shouldn't happen. Uh, this is not specifically spelled out as a, a thing that government is responsible for. It's a power that they have or have been granted by the people or whatever it is. Now, I personally don't believe the Constitution really has any value at all. It's a piece of paper with a bunch of nicely written words on it, but it, in fact, has not limited government in any way, shape, or form. The United States government today, as compared to when it was founded, has gone from the, you know, oh, let's make the tiniest government possible so that men can be free. And it has grown into the largest empire ever in the history of planet Earth. Literally the Death Star.
1: Yeah, they, they they really thought that small government would beget small government and it turns out small government begets great wealth and great wealth begets great government. Yeah. Well, especially when that And I would... don't mean
0: like good, great. I just mean huge. Yes, largess. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh Luan Grisham stated that the state police would be responsible for amounting or for re- enforcing what amounts to a civil violation. Albuquerque Police Chief Harold Medina said he won't enforce it, but Sheriff John Allen of Bernalillo County uh, said he's uneasy about it because it raises too many questions about constitutional rights. State police? State police, yeah.
1: Huh. That seems like a weird thing for a city. You're going to have the state police.
0: Yeah, I don't know how often state police are roaming
1: around Albuquerque. Right? (laughs) I mean...
0: That just seems like a bizarre way to enforce this to me. It is. The firearm suspension classified as an emergency public health order applies to open and concealed carry in most public places from city sidewalks to urban recreational parks. The restriction is tied to a threshold for violent crime rates currently only met by the metropolitan Albuquerque. Police and licensed security guards are exempt from the temporary ban. Shocking. Oh, you mean their rules don't apply to them? Gee, I haven't heard of that one before. Rules for thee, but not for me? Yeah. So saith the tyrants. Violators could face civil penalties and a fine of up to $5,000. Gubernatorial spokeswoman Caroline Sweeney said, Under the order, residents can still transport guns, To some private location, such as a gun range or a gun store, provided the firearm has a trigger lock or some other container or mechanism, making it impossible to discharge and thus impossible to use in a self-defense situation. Mm -hmm. You could still have the gun, but it has to be inoperable. We've decided that this area is so dangerous that it is illegal to protect yourself. There is more to this story, of course, uh, but let's take some of your calls and thoughts. Uh, unscreened caller, you're on Free Talk Live. What's your name, please? Uh, Stefan. Hey, Stefan. where are you calling from?
4: Uh, I'm calling from Ohio.
0: Ohio, what's on your mind tonight?
4: Uh, I would like to comment on this uh, situation in New Mexico. Please do, and kind of give a yeah, kind of a non-libertarian stance on it because uh, when it comes to firearms ownership and gun rights i'm definitely a moderate um i do own quite a few firearms myself but i'm not necessarily opposed to restrictions however there is one very concerning um issue in new mexico particularly Mm -hmm. that's bothering me which is they have a permit system for concealed carry they do like the state already has to have a process you have to go through to be considered approved in order to carry a
0: firearm, yes, you must I'm pay them a them. fee. You must uh, get a document from them stating that you have jumped through all the appropriate circus hoops and you have paid them their fee. I don't know why they require a fee to do this because you know, their tax money is already paying for their bureaucracy, but whatever. Uh, and then, supposedly, you are allowed to concealed carry because you have met the stringent requirements.
1: Yeah, I have a yeah, problem with we- that too.
0: I'm personally in favor
4: of that. I understand you guys are not. But the issue I have with this order in New Mexico, however, is I feel like it uh, kind of increases the dissatisfaction when it comes to faith and government. Because imagine you live in Albuquerque and in that metropolitan area, and you did go through the process of getting your permit. And all of a sudden, you have some Yahoo who, honestly, I think is doing this for clout. There's no way this is going to make it through court. She has no authority to do it. So this really, in my opinion, is a PR stunt. But, you know, it creates a bit of bad faith. If you already went through the process of carrying a firearm, you know, which any responsible citizen would do, to be told that you can no longer practice the right that you rightfully earned by going through the process. And that's where my issue comes in.
0: I, I feel you. Uh, and, um, you know, I live in the state of New Hampshire, which does not require you to uh, you know, pay them a fee for your uh, concealed weapons permit carrying card and all that kind of a thing. Uh, you're just allowed to, you know, as, as a you know, matter of residency, uh, living here, you're allowed to concealed carry or open carry, your choice. Uh, however, New Hampshire, unique as it is, does have reciprocity with other states. So if I'm going to travel, for example... And, uh, you know, there's a state that's like, well, you can concealed carry if you have a permit. I can go down to whatever the town clerk or whatever bureaucrat's office I got to go down to. And I can get a thing that says, yes, this guy, me, is, you know, he has permission to concealed carry. And as long as your state has reciprocity, here's the document that allows that to occur. So what I like about New Hampshire is that they at least recognize That once I have this right, that they need to work with other geographic locations to make sure I continue to have that right.
4: Uh, Unlike some states which have instituted that and then stopped issuing permits altogether, (laughs) which is annoying for individuals that enjoyed reciprocity previously. I believe Vermont does not actually have a permit, and Vermonters were kind of irritated they couldn't jump into New Hampshire without um, getting a New Hampshire permit as an out-of-state resident.
0: Right, but Maine, on the other side of New Hampshire, is it's almost the same thing. In fact, I think somebody was telling me that Maine might have more gun-right freedom than New Hampshire does. I don't know how that's possible, but hey, whatever, man. Far out, solid, and right on. That means New Hampshire and Maine people can travel across borders and not have to really worry about it, which should be just the way that it is. If you're a, an ordinary, responsible citizen— uh, you should be able to arm yourselves and government should have nothing to say about it period
4: so, I have a, well, I have a point of contention with that personally okay and it's not and it's not necessarily I'll make this very brief everybody usually tells me because I used to be very hardcore libertarian unrestricted gun rights across the board yeah. however my fear is not criminals carrying guns right? right because they were already going to do so my problem is, Any Yahoo who wants to play Captain Commando, believing they're seeing a crime or believing they're seeing an instance where they should draw a firearm that doesn't have any training whatsoever, using their judgment to execute somebody who in the end was doing nothing wrong, i.e. the Ahmed Arbery case in Georgia. Okay. And I'd like to hear you guys kind of your perspective on that, because that's all I have to add. Well,
1: my perspective is very simple. Uh, That is my property. It's really just that simple. Now, the fact that you've decided that kind of property is something that you will, you know, shoot me or kidnap me or fine me, uh, depending on exactly how compliant I am with your will over mine, is completely irrelevant. It's just a kind of property, and I have the right to
0: my property. I mean, I can carry around, uh, insert object here, right, Uh, a baseball bat, Right. A knife. Right. Like we see this uh, in Great Britain. Uh, I'm sorry. I just I meant to call it Britain. There's nothing great about it. Uh, We see this, uh, you know, where guns have been outlawed. Australia. Right. Uh, Okay, They've not been
4: outlawed there, by the way. uh,
0: In Great Britain. They They are not
4: outlawed. In fact, uh, gun ownership in the UK is the highest it's been in 30 years.
0: That is contrary to my information, however. Let's just. The last
1: I was looking at, they were literally making it illegal for you to have kitchen knives.
0: Right. Because, you know, knife attacks were up, <laughs> supposedly. Which is what on happens. On your person.
4: Yeah. They did not ban kitchen knives. My, they banned you from having them on your person.
0: My, my point is that anything can be used as a weapon, right? The choice to uh, intervene or kill... Uh, especially kill, the choice to kill, is always the first thought. The second thought is weapon selection. So if a person is determined to cause harm to another person, they're going to do it regardless of what any law, any law enforcement, uh, any individual citizen has to say about it. They're going to choose their weapons after they make the decision to harm another person. So outlawing weapons, all it does... All it does is it makes it easier for some Yahoo to go off and hurt somebody else. Whereas if everybody had the exact same ability to arm themselves, and we see this here in New Hampshire where this is the case, up there's, I mean, almost no crime.
4: That's very unique to New Hampshire, however. I mean. Because if you look at states with higher populations in the South, Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama where there's a bigger cultural issue, they have unrestricted firearms ownership generally as well, and yet they lead the nation in terms of firearm homicide.
0: Right, but as usual, if you eliminate the metropolitan areas where, of course, the restrictions and the enforcement are higher, uh, the same thing can be said about Washington State. Washington State has... Uh, a concealed carry permit process, but they also have open carry. And if you eliminate the major metropolitan area of Seattle, Washington, from the statistics, they're a very safe state.
4: You so, mean where there are the most people, there's the highest potential for crime? That is a
0: stunner. Shocking, right? Yeah, I mean, But well, it's also where there's the highest amount of bureaucracy and the highest amount of taxation.
4: Because there are more people.
0: Well... Of course, but what do you think attracts the psychopaths? Are they attracted to a Mm -hmm. rural area where they can exercise their power over, you know, 30 people? Or are they attracted to to a major metropolitan area where they can be tyrants over a million or 10 million people?
4: As, As far as crime goes, though, you do understand, obviously, that there's really no benefit to trying to be a criminal in a rural area. Because there's typically less to acquire. Most crimes are done for material or pride. It's
5: well, not
1: necessarily done for no reason. There's less to acquire, and there's a much greater risk. Because in rural areas, people tend to be uh, fully aware that the police are very far away and tend to be ready to protect their own property themselves. Whereas in so the you cities, you believe that
4: if cities had more firearms, we would have fewer crimes in cities. Yes. I don't know exactly how you're going to justify that, but I'll take your word for it.
1: Hmm. Well, by the numbers, really. I mean, if you if you look at a well armed population where it is known that they are a well armed population, then I mean you will still find higher crime in higher densities of population. Yes, but if it because is a, a well
4: motivation of crime.
1: Hmm. Because there's more motivation for crime. There's more to acquire in an
4: area that has more to plunder.
1: Well, there's more motivation for it, and there's also simply more madness. I mean, humans are are really bad at interacting with people they don't know. We're, we're not designed for it. It tends to make us think that we are, uh, on an, on an unconscious level, that we are in enemy territory rather than in our own tribe. And after a while, that can get to some people and not others. So yeah madness increases in high density population areas. That being said though, uh some of it is for acquisition and in those areas where it is well known that everyone is armed then they are less likely to attempt to steal things because of the higher risk.
0: Yeah the once going- once a person uh, exceeds their Dunbar number if mm-hmm. you will. I have that's the only uh term that I have for this but it's a uh, uh, every individual, and it's slightly different from person to person, some of a higher number, some of a lower number, but it's somewhere around 150 people that you can successfully get along with, you know, sort of long term, you know, community wise, you know, that kind of a thing. You, your, your personal sphere of influence is around 150 people per person. Once you exceed that, uh, the number of interactions that you're going to have with other humans that are you know, sort of less than personable are going to increase. Now, If you want to talk about crime, though, right, we have to look at the biggest criminal on planet Earth, and that is the organization type known as government. And so there is far more crime being uh, committed against people in higher population areas by this specific organization.
1: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that, uh, okay, well, here's an example of where a. Uh, A non-officer of government uh, killed someone unnecessarily, uh, believing that they were protecting someone else. Sure, that that can happen. Now, compare that to the officers that kill people on, what is it, a daily basis at this point? And how many of them are innocent? And very frequently, very obviously, uh, unjustly. And that is just a much higher...
4: More firearms after that. Come again? Now, imagine you had said you need to arm the police more after becoming aware of that.
1: The police are all armed. They are 100% no, armed saying, in this country. You, I'm saying that you need to arm everyone else.
4: That seems like a recipe for disaster, but well, I don't think we're going to agree on that.
1: Yep. We're, we're probably not you believe that people are basically bad and the only thing stopping them is their inability that. to you, perform you crime be either. okay well you that that is that is the worldview that you are espousing is that the thing that's keeping people from performing crime is their inability to perform crime
4: generally yeah
1: yeah that's insane dude that's not how it works. Most of us don't perform crime, not because we can't perform crime, but because we choose not to and we don't want to live in that world. Right. Part like, of it is like we have a conscience and our, our little voice in our head says, don't do that.
0: Right. Like I have raped as many people as I want to. And that number happens to be zero. Zero. Not, yeah, because, I fun not fun. because I can't or I'm prevented by some, something that somebody wrote down in some law book. It's and because I recognize that forcing my will upon somebody else without consent is wrong. And
1: we don't get rid of rapes by removing all penises. That's just not how you do that. In the same way, you don't get rid of murders by removing weaponry. You get rid of murders Nobody by quit driving people of. insane. I mean, the current ses- system that we have, the whole setup, drives people
0: insane. Hey, Stefan, thank you for the call. Feel free to call us again, man. We appreciate you. 603-283-6160 is the phone number if you'd like to comment. We've got some more callers holding. We'll get to you. And we've got more in store for you on tonight's edition of Free Talk Live. Our number two is coming up. Talk Live. The telephone number here in the studio is 603-283-6160. If you would like to pipe in and talk about, well, whatever's on your mind, you can talk about what we're talking about, which is uh, this uh character in New Mexico, this sorry, I should say tyrant in New Mexico, having declared that she will suspend the right to carry firearms in public in the entire county uh, with which contains Albuquerque. So the entire Albuquerque, New Mexico, major metropolitan area and whatever the county whatever that consists of uh how does a tyrant go about doing this you might ask well normally if you're in like a i don't know like a monarchy or a dictatorship uh they just go so i declare it to be and so it is and then their 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 minions their armed folks go out and make sure that you know everybody's following the rule Mm-hmm. Right. I've made a new rule, and now my armed men will come and make sure you follow the new rule. It's pretty much what happened. Yep. In the United States of America. Well, I
1: decided this was an emergency, and since this is an emergency, I have these powers. Well, that, that's not what we, all, what we all agreed on. Didn't we all agree that you're not allowed to do that? Nope, nope, emergency. Gotta do it.
0: It's a health emergency. She's declared a a public health emergency, which if we know government speak, uh, the way to make it ring more true is if whenever a politician specifically uses the word uh, public, right, you must replace that word with the word government in Mm. order to understand it. So when she says it's a public health issue, what she really means is it's a government health issue. Oh, now I understand. Yeah.
1: Because people being able to defend themselves is like a health issue for the government. If people have the ability to do things for themselves, they might realize that they don't need the government to do it for them. Right. It, and then they might get rid of government, and that's not good for the health of government.
0: Right. It's not healthy for the government to be, well, useless in the minds of those it subjugates. And so, yes, Grisham has issued a public health order, or a government health order if you you know want to be real about it quote, I welcome the debate and fight about how to make New Mexicans safer, she said at a news conference, flanked by law enforcement officials. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I welcome debate. Dear dear Tyrant Grisham, uh, if you would like to outlaw something that resembles firearms, I suggest that you And the rest of government do it first. Put your guns down Mm. and show us how the hell it's done first. Prove to us that not only can you do it, but you can do your jobs peacefully and voluntarily. Show us how it's done. Be the better people. Oh, but you can't. You can't do any of this without your guns. So it is, in fact, an oxymoron. For you to insist that the regular people can't have guns, but law
1: enforcement can. Well, don't you understand? There's this magic thing that happens with training. When you're a trained law enforcement officer, every decision you make is the right one. But if you're an untrained civilian, every decision you make is the wrong one.
0: Yeah. Never mind if you're, you know, former military or, you know, you grew up in a household full of guns and gun owners and you have been trained properly and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, these are things that, that folks don't think about. They always think about the, but what about the one lunatic that's going to, okay, you know what? There is, like, I'm not saying that voluntarism is going to solve all of the world's problems. All I'm saying is that it is entirely preferable to having a huge institution based on coercion and enforced by violence, ruling over everybody, forcing everybody to its preference. Yeah. It is preferable to interact voluntarily on an individual basis. Will there be a crazy lunatic? Yes, there will. But we won't give them an institution full of death and destruction to helm. Grisham, in this case is the psychopath, is the lunatic, is the crazy one. Now, if she didn't have an institution of violence to point at everybody else, she wouldn't be doing this. You would be able to handle her on an individual person-to-person basis. But because you choose to allow these things to happen, they're going to continue to happen. And we're going to see monkey see monkey do. This will not be the last governor to issue a public health order stating that you can't carry your guns. It's going to happen elsewhere.
1: Yeah, I think this is a big part of laying the groundwork for what is the the future tyrannies that they have planned for this. I mean, if this is what you can do with a public health order, I mean, okay, H- how far are we exactly from having our COVID passports? You know, right. having every aspect of our lives permanently regulated by the state like oh nope it's a health emergency we have to know everywhere you're going all the time yeah it's a public health emergency
0: uh the phone lines are currently packed if you're trying to get through please continue trying 603-283-6160 let's go to some of your calls now Uh, i believe this is bobby in florida bobby you're on free talk
2: live
8: uh, uh you guys are really been touching on some great subjects uh, uh some great fire uh especially uh, tonight uh you know over uh, uh, the government overstepping uh stepping their boundaries
3: mm-hmm.
8: um also uh um uh, I, I know when uh, the government uh, prison system uh you know they keep uh, uh violent lunatics inside right and they expect us uh, to want to uh, give them more control, more centralized, more power. And they can't even keep some lunatic murderer inside of a county prison. He's escaped running around for two weeks. And, you know, the people that we actually need to be in prison aren't. And then all of the open-air drug dealers and people that are, you know, Uh, I'm saying people that are, I'm saying to legalize it, it shouldn't be out in the open. At least, you know, I'm saying, you know, I I don't think it shouldn't be, I don't, I don't think it should be legalized. Anyway, I, I I don't think there, I don't think you should sell it on the side of the road and then people be shooting up on the side of the road. But I think it should be legalized, like through a uh, CVS, Walgreens, whatever. Yeah. And then and then you have a designated clinic that you can go to, and you know, um, uh, you know, five or ten people want to join that clinic, and you guys all go there, and there are doctors there, of course, with whatever needed. But anyways, we getting all
1: that stuff. Later we're all libertarians and we can get beard talk live later. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I hope you what, call what in. What do you guys think about I'm sorry? Go on. I was just saying, I hope you call into Beard Talk Live later
2: on.
0: Yeah, we'll be oh, un- yeah. uncensored uh beginning at ten thirty PM tonight. Uh Peakless and myself will be doing Beard Talk Live as well, where we can say all the all the words the FCC doesn't like us to say.
8: Yeah, so this guy that, that escaped this Pennsylvania prison— he uh uh he can't be over five six five seven tall and he crab walked up a, uh, a side of a wall you know uh, uh between the the wreck the the, the yard and the uh, I guess the uh, cafeteria area somewhere in between there hall, hallway. and mm-hmm. then uh, this just happened four months ago a guy just a guy escaped the same way at the same prison. Four months ago and then uh the protocol was oh well we just need to add they, they said that they brought in safety um uh, uh prison safety experts and they said oh we, we we just need to add um uh this barbed wire to the top of this um uh, uh i don't know ledge or something at the top of the um uh, i guess the top of the roof anyways um uh uh, but, but they totally ignore it. You know why? Because they're always trying to save money to, to, to give kickbacks for themselves. Oh, yeah. Because those wardens get to keep the money at the end of the year. I didn't know if people, a lot of people know this, sheriffs and wardens. If they have excess money, they get to put that in a coffer for them, and it goes in part of their retirement sums, hmm. uh, retire, their pensions. And so, like, like, say they get an extra... 10% on a year that they save the budget, well, they get an extra 3% on their pension. I mean, it's a big racket. It is. You know, so, of course, yeah, they're going to feed your dog food and, and because, you know, they can save, yeah, yeah, sure, they save $3,000 a month, but you know what, over 30 years,
0: that kind of kind of making a lot of extra money. Yeah, you point out a, a very, uh, something I like to point out, which is human incentive, right? Uh, how do humans react to incentive, right? Uh, with the, mm, the the least obstacled path, right The path of least resistance generally speaking? So in your instance, Bobby, uh, the prison officials are being incentivized to cut corners in order to enrich themselves later on down the road. And they will respond to that incentive by doing exactly that, right? How do or how does uh, a governor of a state, in this case, New Mexico, respond to the incentive of declaring a public health emergency to gain more power? Well, of course, she's going to declare a public health emergency to gain more power because she's a punk power hungry psychopath, a tyrant.
1: Yeah, you mentioned that they don't keep the people in prisons that they ought to. I think that they ought to keep her in that prison. And, yeah, our our earlier caller is like, oh, this is just for clout. This won't be held up in the courts. Uh, well, in the Liberty community, we have this old saying, you can beat the rap, but you can't beat the ride. So yeah, sure, maybe this won't hold in, hold up in court, but all of the fines and possible imprisonments and possible confrontations with state police, those don't get to go. Uh, we don't get to wind back the clock on that. Right. That doesn't go away. And here's all. Here, here's the other big thing.
8: You know, um, uh, you know, especially with low level low level crime dealers. You know, yeah, uh, you know. kilo level level dealers and pound level dealers, you know, uh, eventually you're going to get caught then you're not going to make much money and then you're going to lose it all. Before anybody finds out, you know, you're not going to make any money unless you're hooked up with some type of special, you know, um, uh, system or something. But um, uh, the way that they make these markets so out of reach for people, because think about this, Um, if they will just allow us to grow um, 5 to 10 um, uh, uh, plants, you know, uh, and here, here in Florida they're wanting to do the recreational soon, they do have the medical, but, um, but, but in the provision for the recreational, if you vote in the recreational, the, there is no provisional to, to, to be able to grow your own. Right. Not even two or three plants, which Michigan they have it, you can in Oregon and but but they're trying to screw the people so you can only get to their stores to buy their stuff. Mm. And and that now would be I think in a tragedy that they finally legalize legalize whatever and then we cannot grow our own plants because guess what? I am um I, I, I am I'm in uh misfortunate. Um uh, uh so um the, the prices that they have at these stores with the taxes yeah um it is it, uh, just it's ridiculous I can't afford it um, I can afford you know once or twice a week you know that's great you know um you know but uh you know I'd like to enjoy it as like as much as I want you know yeah. uh, and not as much as I want but you know uh, uh yeah, you, I think you guys understand. I, yeah, I get what you're saying.
0: You should be able to afford your medicine, or if you can't, and it's oh, I don't know, a naturally occurring thing, you should be able to grow your own medicine. And, and that's exactly Bobby. Thank why they you do for this. the call. Yeah,
1: that's exactly why they do this is so that they can get their piece of the pie. And right. and it's it's so many different things all at once that this would change. So uh, here in New Hampshire, the the one of the biggest uh, uh, revenues for the state is their tax on alcohol. And that's why it is almost impossible to get a decent piece of legalization legislation through on the state level is because there's all this very well paid for opposition because of the taxing of alcohol. Right. So that's a huge part of it. Uh, the biggest part is definitely big pharma. I mean, both the fact that this accomplishes the goals of a whole lot of pharmaceutical products and, and the fact that this prevents a tremendous number of maladies because it it reduces what's called systemic inflammation. And systemic inflammation is it's literally where every part of your body gets a little inflamed. Mm. And that is a, a risk factor for literally everything. Everything
0: without exception. Right, yeah. Inflammation of the human body uh, makes you susceptible to well, all sorts of things. Cancer, heart disease, you name it. I mean, the list is a bazillion miles long.
1: Literally everything. Sunburn, broken bones, uh, every like three-letter acronym for a disease, every single thing. The chances are increased the the more systemic inflammation you have, and this reduces systemic inflammation. So, if you have this ability to reduce your chances of needing all of these pharmaceutical products, yeah. they want to make sure that you don't have the ability to prevent that. And and really, this is two versions of the same thing where, like, we need to be preventing these problems, not trying to solve them. Right. Like, OK, yeah. Once you have a psychopath, once you have driven someone insane and they've gone around the bend and they're going to start shooting people like it's too late. And it's really hard to put that genie back in the bottle. But we could have spent some time and effort not driving them nuts in the first place.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's go to more of your calls and thoughts. Let's go to uh, Bad Slave in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live.
5: Wow, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, what's on your mind? I uh, wanted to say that with uh, approximately... Four hundred and thirty so or four hundred and you know forty solo uh, guns uh, spread about the uh, United States. Four hundred and forty you know, seems
1: a little low. Uh, <laughs> a million. Oh, right? oh, okay. oh four hundred and forty okay. million. Oh okay. I was gonna say I was gonna say, have I yeah. seen literally every gun? <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh, excuse me. I, I dropped off the million there. And no, that's all right. So with four hundred and forty million guns, three hundred and thirty people in this country. And the fact is, is that the uh, the police, the LEOs out there, uh, which I which more people would use for the acronym. Oh, I hate that acronym.
1: It uh, it's uh, bad for LEOS. You know that's a whole astrological sign. That's like a twelfth of the people. <laughs> that's not well, fair L. to them. You can't associate long- them with law enforcement officers.
5: Uh, well, also I, acronyms I, I, are
1: bad, just across the board. Just a bad idea.
5: Well, I like to diminish people who are harmful. Yeah, and that's and, and that's why I do Leo. Oh, that's why I'm we do po-
0: goon. Yeah, they really are goons. They're 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 the thugs. They're the mm-hmm. uh, the yeah. the enforcement arm of you know the the mafia known as the government.
5: However you want to call them, the fact is is that they kill a thousand people a year, just about, and uh, I, I think that's mostly uh, innocent people, because you know police are not supposed to kill people. Police are supposed to, uh, you know, capture criminals and put them through charges and uh, prosecute them. Anyway, uh, but what happens is, uh, you know, the comparison between the millions of guns and people out in the world and the... That it, the amount, actually, of, of 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 bad killings, in other words, not justified self-defense killings,
3: mm-hmm.
5: are are in fact a, a, a smidgen of, of the huge population of gun owners. Just right. a tiny, tiny Agreed. bit, right? And 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 that those statistics you know, the couple of callers back who were saying, well, I, you know, if, if if everybody in these more populated areas had guns, and we'd, uh, you know, I don't know if you know, we'd be, you know, what he doesn't even want to look at is that, that, that they're creating a killing zone mm-hmm. with their, uh, you know, banning of
1: this this is why all mass shootings are done in gun-free zones right i mean how do you look at that and not figure it out that that's why they picked this that's why they go there and that's what happens when you create a gun-free zone
5: exactly
1: Exactly. and 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 these people
5: you know i i keep telling people about john lot jr uh the uh he he's He's just one of these geeky guys that looks at all these numbers and can, you know, as uh, uh, more guns, less crime, uh, is his book, and he keeps coming out with uh, new revisions and updates the, 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 you know, current state of stats and what have you. Yeah. And 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 I, you know, I really trust him. As a as as like the expert on you know the the use of firearms. I mean, people have no clue of how firearms get used. The vast majority of firearms get used without harming anyone, just by there being known that there's one available. Yeah, and 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 it just. It it takes care of business. They, they The, the bad guys run away. Yep. And if enough bad guys are shooed away that way, maybe they'll find uh, something to do that doesn't involve crime.
0: And let's hope so. Bad Slave, thank you for the call. We appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, the point is very valid. What this Grisham tyrant, what she has done in New Mexico, is basically invited more murder. Mm-hmm. She is saying, oh, I'm going to make it so individuals in this specific geographic area are outlawed from carrying firearms so that those people who aren't going to listen to me are going to be more apt and more likely to carry out Well, using their guns, because they already are going to carry without permission. They already don't care what the governor says. They already don't care what the police says. They're going to carry anyway. So your order does nothing but invite more murder. You've just made Albuquerque a perfect crime zone. 603-283-6160. We'll talk more about this, plus more. It's the Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. More coming up.
4: From there, I
0: went on, join the Free State Project and become an amplifier. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I amp is uh, because I know that if it wasn't for you guys being on as many stations as you are, I never would have found the ideas of Liberty.
2: You can help more people hear the message of Liberty by joining Free Talk Live's AMPS program on Patreon for as little as $5 a month. And you'll get access to special perks. Visit amps.freetalklive.com. A-M-P-S
0: Welcome back. It is Free Talk Live. The telephone number in the studio is 603-283-6160. The phone lines have been pretty busy. If you're holding, please continue to hold. We'll get to you. Uh, If you're trying to call, please just continue to try. Hopefully, you know, we get through some calls, and, uh, you know, it's a popular night. So uh, keep trying. 603-283-6160. In the studio, it's myself, the captain. And Peakless Mountaineer. Uh, We've been talking about Ms. Grisham. Mrs. Grisham? I don't even know. Michelle Lujan Grisham, the the governor of New Mexico, has issued an order suspending the right to carry firearms in public across Albuquerque and the entire county of Bernalillo. Um, now we are a nationally syndicated talk radio program. We don't usually narrow down our geographic, uh, you know, topics. Uh, So, you know, uh, small, Uh, even sometimes because we're based in New Hampshire. Sometimes we'll talk about New Hampshire stuff, but we don't like to dwell on a specific location because, well, we're nationally syndicated. Plus, we're on the Internet. Plus, we're on some satellites and stuff like that. So, like, you know, uh, it's a far reaching show. But in this particular case, we're dwelling on this Mm -hmm. because this is unheard of. I have never heard of a governor going oh it's a public health emergency thus you can no longer carry your gun you've you've instantly made criminals of otherwise law abiding citizens by issuing this order and also by people going along with it right dear people in new mexico it is up to you to not comply you have the ability to mass disobey this, there are even some folks in law enforcement who agree with you and won't enforce this. Now, some will, but it is up to you, because there's more of you than there are of them. So it is up to you to disobey. It's the only way this goes away. If you don't, then... Uh, we are going to see monkey see monkey do we're going to see other governors we're going to see this particular governor expand this to other cities oh yeah right even though it's supposedly temporary for only 30 days 30 days oh it's just
1: oh it's just just a little while in this one city
0: yeah uh, remember well, the, remember the tsa if you put up
1: with it then we'll expand it
0: yeah you remember the tsa was supposed to be a temporary measure right right yeah so was income tax right
1: yeah, and, oh, it's it's oh, it's just it's a one percent tax that only applies to one percent of the population, but it's an emergency because it's a world war, you know. It, Always emergency powers. No, it'll go away as soon as we're done. Let that work out for
0: us. What's the what's the phrase? There's nothing so permanent as a temporary government program. That's a fact.
1: And yeah, she's going to expand this if you comply. Right. Every this will be done elsewhere. Yeah. I guarantee it. Oh yeah. But if there is mass non-compliance, there will be some pushback. They'll go, "Okay, okay, they they're they're not ready for that level of tyranny." Yeah. We'll we'll calm down for a second and try it next
0: week. So what happened uh, if you've missed out on the last, I don't know, 4 years of history or so, 3 years. Uh what happened is In the United States, during the propagandemic, uh, governors and mayors and other officials of the political nature uh, began issuing decrees, mask mandates, and it started with just one. There was just one, one governor, and they were like, you know what, Uh, it's my state, and uh, I'm issuing a public health emergency, and therefore, uh, I'm mandating that you all wear masks. And then what happened? Another governor saw this and went, hey, I want to get reelected, too. This seems to be creating a kerfuffle and getting their name in the news. I need my name in the news, too. So I will monkey see, monkey do. Let me grab a copy of that and insert my state name here. And now I also am jumping on this bandwagon of monkey see, monkey do. And so you see that happen in that particular instance. What makes you think it's not going to happen in this one? It will.
1: And to be fair, once you've given them these dictatorial powers in an emergency situation, it's actually a consistent thing for them to say, oh, new emergency, new powers.
0: They'll just create an emergency out of nowhere. Oh,
1: what do I want to do? Okay. Uh, It's the uh, health emergency. No more guns. Right.
0: Until the people, the citizens, the populace, You don't even have to be a citizen. You just live in the United States. Ordinarial human beings. Until regular-ass humans start going, no, rights aren't suspended because you declare an emergency. Until that happens, the tyranny and the beatings will continue. Yeah. Before we go on, I do want to let you know that you can learn more about awesome things happening in New Hampshire in our march towards liberty in our lifetime. Our friends at Porcupine Real Estate are holding a series of webinars to educate folks on the expanded freedoms enjoyed by New Hampshire citizens. You can reserve your seat today at move.freetalklive.com. Topics will include gun freedom, medical freedom, and political freedom victories. They also have a couple on best practices for moving to the free state and finding housing. These webinars are super helpful and free to attend once you've registered at move.freetalklive.com. You can visit their YouTube channel, Porcupine Real Estate, for videos from past presentations, and you can sign up for upcoming webinars for free over at move.freetalklive.com. And thank you to Porcupine Real Estate and specifically Mark uh, for putting those together. They're pretty great, helping liberty-minded folks uh, adjust and make the move. To New Hampshire, where we're doing things, we're getting things done, uh, you know, it, it, there, there are far too few freedom-minded individuals to make an impact, uh, you know, distributed. So it seems like the best idea to me to get a bunch of like-minded people to concentrate in one area. So at least we can establish, hey, none of that crap here. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, move the needle towards more freedom because we're losing it by the second. Again, the United States government is the largest empire the world has ever known in all of history, bar none, period. Yeah. If that's how you want to live, fine. Stay where you're at, keep complying, be a docile servant. Be a slave to your governors and your mayors and your presidents. I choose not to. I am in New Hampshire because I don't want that for me. I don't want that for my friends. I don't want that for my family. And I want to be a part of a community that shares these principles, that lives in a peaceful, principled way. That's why I'm here. Anyway, getting back to what we've been talking about, which is this Grisham character in New Mexico laying down an order that it's a public health emergency and she must tell everybody who's an otherwise legal gun carrier or holder that they can no longer do that legal activity because she's afraid. She's chicken. Because her administration and her law enforcement arms – her thugs, if you will, her enforcers, her mercenaries, are unable to prevent some shootings. Mm. Now, to be fair, in a society without a centralized entity of violence known as government, will there be shootings? Probably, right? However, there won't be a giant institution filled with armed people deciding who can and who can't defend themselves. You get to decide that for yourself. You get to be the president of yourself the way it should be. At any rate, uh, the article continues. Uh, John Allen said in a statement late Friday that he has reservations about the order, but is ready to cooperate to tackle gun violence. While I understand and appreciate the urgency, the temporary ban challenges the foundation of our Constitution, which I swore an oath to uphold, Allen said. I am wary of placing my deputies in positions that could lead to civil liability conflicts as well as the potential risks posed by prohibiting law-abiding citizens from their constitutional right to self-defense.
1: You know, it's really funny how none of these governors ever go to
0: jail for
1: issuing illegal orders. Ever.
0: Yeah, dear whomever, uh, police chief, uh, state... Trooper, who's what's the the sheriff who heads up the state police uh, and any of you official law enforcement people, um, you know, here's a crime, blatant crime. Yeah. Uh, on television, on the news. We're talking about it. It's a national uh, news thing right now. It's international near as I can tell. Uh, it's blowing up social media. Uh, where are you? Where are you at? Are, yeah. you, are, are you arresting somebody? Like, are you charging somebody with a crime? Are you prosecuting? Where's the prosecutor at? Like, if I run a business
1: and I tell someone to do something that's illegal, I can go to jail for that. Yeah. Now, if I manage to tell someone to do something that's illegal that causes a tremendous amount of harm to a whole lot of people, then I probably will go to jail for that. Why isn't she at least being charged
0: with the possibility— right. Of the fact that this is illegal. Right. She wants her date in court. Give it to her. But you got to arrest her first. Yeah. Prosecute her with something. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to more of your calls and thoughts. Uh, I believe this is Dana calling from Michigan. Dana, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Hi. I'd like to comment on this and Ian. Sure, go ahead. Um, So, first of all, on this, um, I'm in Michigan. And as you guys know, and our governor put us on lockdown. This is what I don't get. I, this is, it's not that I don't get anything generally. I get it from an academic standpoint, from a common sense, common courtesy, common everything. This stuff is so hand in your face. But what I don't get is the people that aren't getting this. We just went through hell. They have proved that Cochrane report that just came out. Um, That scientific report about masking, and I believe it was vaccines and everything, and all the reports before, the same scientists that were saying lockdown, lockdown, mask, 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 vaccinate, mandates. There were scientists from Stanford and Harvard and Yale and, and Oxford and, and Cambridge and England, yep. all these prestigious universities and think tanks and scientific blah, blah, blah that they keep quoting the science, follow the science. There were equal amounts that were shut down and canceled. They mm-hmm. were threatened. Their wives were threatened with uh, sexual violence. Um, killing their kids and yet these people let this stuff continue so i'm in michigan and whitmer said two weeks two weeks two weeks Mm. then it was another two and then two more and then she started going to 30 days and it took forever to get this to court to step on her tail she was using executive orders and so were all these democratic um what which incidentally the five highest States of death were Michigan and all the Dem-run states like New York and New Jersey, Pennsylvania I think was one, but there were five of them and they were all Dem. Um, this is why I told you, Peekless, and I, I'm not saying you disagreed. You cleared that up at the end of our, my call with you three last week, but We need to come together because there is no moderate or blue dog Democrats not in government and not walking around town. They're really far left. They tell us, uh, Maya Angelou, and I'm not a particular follower of hers or a fave. She was never a fave of mine. Mm -hmm. But she said, believe people when they tell you who they are. They said they weren't coming for gas stoves. They laughed at the right because they knew that what they were doing behind the scenes, they're banned in New York now. No new places can have gas stoves. And that crazy former governor of Michigan, Jennifer Granholm, now wants to come after stealing fans. And this and that. And and tell me, let's just go with Grisham for a moment. How is putting a, a ban on caring, concealed or open, in 30 days, The reason she did this, where there were, I believe I read an article, five children were killed in road rage. You don't think road rage is going to (laughs) continue? And now they're going to be madder because their guns have been taken away? And so just for argument's sake. How is this going to stop? 30 days. Okay, road rage is all gone in 30 days. This is so uncommon sensical. This is about control. We said for years, they're coming for your guns. The conservatives did. Then the Republicans, they were afraid to say it because they're a bunch of wussies. Then the Republicans jumped on board. Now it sounds like the libertarians are getting it. People need to see what they're doing. This woman, you keep calling her uh, a tyrant. Stop complimenting her, Captain, because I've read stuff about her. This woman's a witch. She's no different than the three witches that are running this state, the AG. That is not fair to witches.
0: Yeah, I know some I'm, witches I'm who are sorry. pretty cool people. I, I, but...
9: I'm sorry. I know. I apologize <laughs> no, it's to all, all the right. witches. Okay, well, Peakless gave me permission that we're allowed to use the B word on the radio. I just hate to say that because I don't want to lose any credibility because when you start oh, yeah. a name call, you do that. Well, there's anyway, no name so foul enough for this people, woman. this is not conspiracy theory stuff. <laughs> you got to listen to what these people are they're telling you no you're a joke blah 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 that's exactly what they're doing they're working on behind the scenes so well here's the thing though all
1: of this over and over and over again you try and tell people that this is coming down the pike they call you a conspiracy theorist then when it happens they say of course
9: yes (sighs) yes that's what irritates me the most i've been they'll say like okay alex Well, for your information, I don't, I didn't know who he was. I had to look him up a couple of years ago, despite the fact that he was already kicked off every single platform. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what he stood for that. But the thing is, yeah, like what you said, people. then they go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like they don't want to be embarrassed by what they've said. Now, this all ties in. Peaklish you said something. Shoot, I lost it. It was the last comment before um Captain went to my call. Um uh something about the government, something I can't remember. So I read in the New Hampshire Journal, mm-hmm. they wrote an article on um Ian, and uh, in the article they were talking about the hundred sixty thousand he tried to have you know, Bonnie Access and one of the other, you go down, it's quite a lengthy article. It was last June second of twenty two. And I just happened to find this recently. And the government says the other well, many things, whatever he's being charged for, but they suspect in digital currency and otherwise, he could be sitting on millions of dollars that he hasn't declared. You mean like Biden and his son? Are you <laughs> kidding me? That the damn justice department, the FBI—they're gonna try to lock up a president so this stuff doesn't get exposed. So we're all busy watching the Trump thing and and dissing Trump instead of focusing on what the hell was going on, and our government is covering for these people. Now, tell me I'm the conspiracy theorist. This crap is crazy. So, anyway, um, uh, Ian and I don't always agree and see eye to eye, but um, for what it's worth, um, I'm going to be doing some big-time prayers for this guy. Um, If even if he was guilty, I am so pissed, pardon my language, about what the hell is going on in this country, mm. both with the, by, what isn't happening with the Bidens or Clintons, including your husband from way back, and what's happening to Trump. This is crazy. Trump may be a jerk sometimes, and he may tweet and this and that. You know what? I don't care. Give me $2 a gallon gasoline again. <laughs> This is crazy what's going on, and nobody's doing anything. Hey,
0: Dana, thank you so, so much for the call. We say. appreciate you. Call again, 603-283-6160. Um, yeah, I, to say Ian's guilty of anything is just the most preposterous thing. Uh, you know, the the picture that's been painted of him, first of all, uh, the, the charge— that painted the broadest picture of Ian potentially being a criminal, uh, was dropped. The judge overturned it, right? This is the one where the undercover police officer tried to pigeonhole Ian into making a statement that was untrue. Ian did not make the statement that was untrue. And, in fact, he said exactly what he should have said in that situation. And the undercover agent went ahead and visited one of his ATMs anyway and they tried to spin that as Ian had knowledge, previous knowledge of what this guy was going to do, when in fact he told them, "No, you can't do that," and that's the end. And so they overturned it. So that was the largest thing that they had against him. That was what their the basis of their entire argument to the jury was. That was their biggest, uh, you know, bomb that they could drop, if you will. And that's the one that got overturned. So. Yes, sentencing is happening Monday. Uh, We could use a show of freedom minded people here in New Hampshire to let these tyrants know that we are here and that we do not support what the system is doing to Ian Freeman, one of the most peaceful people I've ever met in my life, he's he's just shy of uh, a non-con a, a nonviolent person, right? Uh, just the non-aggression principle means he does believe in self-defense, right? But the likelihood of him exercising that, you know, puts him on, on a level of, I don't even know, but he's one of the most peaceful people that I have ever met, uh, and in fact, I can't think of an instance where he has ever violated consent yeah and in fact
1: even that like okay i get how illegal that is but from a moral standpoint i have no problem with it i mean like literally the worst part of that is you have secondarily benefited from someone's poor decision like someone somewhere decided to do some heroin that's a bad decision we we Generally, in society, we think that's a bad idea. Now, it's kind of not our place to judge someone else's particular situation, body, and uh, medical uh, choices, but right. setting that aside, someone made a bad decision, and then this guy helped them make that bad decision, right. and then you uh, helped the guy that helped the guy that made a bad decision. That's, that's the worst thing that you've done? And this whole thing has been, oh, well, when it is convenient for us, we will call this money. And when it is inconvenient for us, this is not money. And however we can spend this to make it bad for you and good for us as the government, that is how we will decide when and where this counts as a money or a payment or whatever yeah. arbitrary nonsense we
0: decide. Yeah, you know, um, th- thinking about what Dana said where, you know, her claim was that they want to distract us from, you know, uncovering what's really going on. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about it now, and I'm thinking, you know, we already know that the FTX debacle, uh, that is the, uh, that's a cryptocurrency exchange that went under, Sam Bankman freed, or as I like to call him, fraud, uh, you know, was taken into custody, et cetera and so on. There's a bunch of stuff written about it. It turns out, that he was donating via cryptocurrency to both the Republicans and the Democrats, large sums of money. And the suspicion currently, based on the available evidence, was that he was helping politicians facilitate money laundering. Hmm. So so here we have uh, an individual being accused of a thing that it looks like government itself was doing. Yeah. Right? With uh, no evidence uh, no violation of consent, uh, no harmed parties, right, uh, in the case of Ian Freeman. And yet, uh, there's obviously fallout. There's obviously harmed parties from the FTX debacle.
1: Yeah. Very obviously. And watch those charges disappear
0: one by one. Yeah, five or so have already been dropped. 603 mm-hmm. 283 Yeah, Sam Bankman Fraud is getting a, a far better deal than the government is giving Ian Freeman.
1: That's a fact. That's because he's almost one of theirs. Except he touched that dirty, dirty crypto.
0: Our number three of Free Talk Live is coming up. number three of this saturday night edition of free talk live we've got more of your calls and thoughts coming the telephone number is 603-283-6160 if you'd like to join us in the studio tonight it's speakless mountaineer and i am your host this evening the reverend captain kickass ian freeman has the night off they used to do that in, like, the newscast. Yeah, back yeah in the that's day. exactly you know, like, what I was thinking about. Like, welcome to yeah. World News Tonight. Walter Cronkite has the night off. And it'd be some fill-in guy or mm-hmm. girl or whatever, right? So, such is the case here. Just to reassure you,
1: you're not going crazy thinking that such and such is supposed to be.
0: Here. Right. Um, We have been asking previously for you to write letters on behalf of Ian Freeman. That time has expired. Sentencing is Monday. By the time you get to the mailbox to mail a thing in, it's you know it's too late. Yeah. So I want to say thank you to everybody that did mail in letters, uh, for Ian Freeman, uh, commenting on how he has assisted you or his character or how he's dealt with you in any business uh, dealings, any transactions, that kind of stuff. Uh, thank you very much. They were received and they will be delivered, uh, to the judge. Well, they've been reviewed, of course, by Ian's attorney as well. So thank you to everybody who did that. Even if you did that, though, we are asking you for another favor. If you can make it Monday, 10 a.m., to the federal courthouse in Concord, New Hampshire. That's spelled Concord, by the way, for those of you not from the New England states. Not C-O-N-Q-U-E-R-E-D. Right, C-O-N-C-O-R-D. Right, yes. If you can make it to the federal Courthouse. The sentencing takes place at 10 a.m. on Monday. That's this Monday. That's the day after tomorrow. uh We would love to see a packed courthouse and a huge turnout of freedom minded people here in the Live Free or Die state. We think Ian deserves that. I do, anyway. Yeah. Uh, there are other people who do as well. Uh, I've heard from a, a bunch of people that, you know, they are coming. They're going to make it. So. Uh, Please do whatever you can to make an appearance, show support for Ian Freeman and this bogus railroading he's been subjected to by the federal government. That being said, we've been talking about this (laughs) insane turn of events in New Mexico where uh, Michelle Luan Grisham... Has issued an emergency public health order which temporarily suspends the right to carry firearms in public across Albuquerque and the entire Bernalillo County. Uh, I mean, this is historic, right? This oh, yeah. has never happened in the United States, to my knowledge. Anything like this ever happened? You're more of a history buff than I am. No, nothing I, I can
1: think of. I mean,. Just a sudden emergency. No one's allowed to have guns in this entire city. <laughs> that's that's downright un-American. And, I mean, I, I knew this was coming down the pipe at some point, yeah. given that, like, 80% of people complied with uh, the whole lockdown thing. Right. So I knew this was coming eventually. It's just, man, this is happening quick.
0: Yeah. Uh, we could talk more about that, but we've got some people who've been holding for a minute or two. Let's go to... Uh, I believe this is David Ridley from the Ridley Report. You're on Free Talk Live.
10: Yeah, with regard to the New Mexico gun ban thing, uh, I mean, that's the kind of problem that the Free State Project is is perfectly designed to actually help with, uh, because obviously people can move here. But uh, the other thing, people have forgotten, there, there are various little techniques that we used against the government over the years, uh, you know, that that, that were pretty successful at the time. And we never really followed up on like we would do something and wow, that really worked well. And then we'd wonder, Oh wait, no, there's this other thing. that's even better. And we would wander off. So one of the things that worked really well in the 2003 era was this thing we called shadow advertising.
0: Hmm, what's that?
10: So we would, uh, James Maynard did this, a keen guy, um, from the libertarian party. He would buy ad, we would like he would wait until there was some egregious abuse in South Carolina or, uh, Oregon or something like that. And he would buy an ad in the local paper mm-hmm. saying, Hey, your government is terrible. Uh, move, move to join the free state project and move to New Hampshire where that kind of thing doesn't happen. Right. Um,
2: and, uh, so like
10: the one he did was in South Carolina,
3: uh,
10: I guess there, there was some raid, you know, where government goons, uh, terrorized a bunch of kids in a school. Okay. Uh, so he did a shadow ad there, you know, showing the pictures, uh, you know, of what the government had done, and saying this, you know, this is something we need to band together to, to to push against. It's less likely to happen in in New Hampshire. Come, come, move, come, move here, basically. Yep. Join the Free Day project. So uh, that's something, but, but hardly anyone did that after that. It was real successful because not only he, obviously the ad, ads were seen by people, but what happened was since he was since he was making ads in relation to a big piece of news, yeah. Um, the the mainstream press picked up on that and gave him a bunch of free publicity by covering ah. his ad right so this is something this would be this would be ten times as powerful as James maynard's thing in South Carolina um, if someone could just get an ad into one of those uh, you know Albuquerque papers or something like that uh, and good idea uh, yeah I mean i don't I don't like to have money. So that's not really something I think I can do, but what I
1: can do. Uh, come on. It's I 2023. To, no one has money.
10: <laughs> I might be able to assist or something like that, but the best I can do right now is just to throw the idea out there. That's the really constructive thing we can do because again, the, the way you push freedom forward in your state, it's not by doing it in your state. It's by doing it in New Hampshire and setting an example.
1: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't agree any more than that. And that's, Exactly. The the point of being here is that I know that if they tried to pull this nonsense here, there would be a massive, peaceful demonstration saying, no, we will show you, we will show you a whole lot of people being very peaceful and very well armed, very obviously well armed and peaceful people.
0: I mean, heck, even the protests and things that I've been to here in New Hampshire featured peaceful yet heavily armed people now for new mexico i don't know i pray i hope yeah i i don't know enough like um uh, i ask when when i when i got stuck in new mexico it was priority number 1 to gtfo let's get the uh, the frank out <laughs> but you know the word frank isn't in there um because like i was trapped and it turns out new mexico you know their state motto is the land of enchantment and the uh the locals of course are like no it's the land of entrapment yeah there's far more people in our prisons that are not from new mexico than are and i was blown away by that i'm like and it's because they literally outsource like other states when they have long term prisoners will be like they'll call up new mexico prisons and be like hey you got any room or can you build another and they'll be like sure and so You know, they get sent there, not to mention... We got lots
1: um, of desert to build new prisons out here.
0: Not to mention, at the time, this is probably early 90s, you know, 91, 92 maybe, or before that, Um, there were some statistics that showed that uh, more people who got, like, pulled over or stopped by police in New Mexico ended up in New Mexico prisons than people from New Mexico. So there was a bias towards people from out-of-state, out-of-state plates, out-of-state ID and all that kind of stuff, they would get arrested at a a larger clip Mm. than local, you know, people with a New Mexico license or New Mexico plates, that kind of a thing. So the land of entrapment. I'm sorry, Dave, uh, you had more to say, didn't you? Ridley? Mr. Ridley, oh,
1: someone spread a can of Ridley Sorry, again. sorry i was sorry. Oh, I, I, I
10: muted myself. Can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I am willing to be involved in something like this. And if somebody wants to team up to try and make a shadow ad in New Mexico, then just email me. It's ridleyreport at live.com.
0: Ridley Report, Ridley Report at live.com?
10: Correct. I mean, I'm not sure how much I can do, but uh, I'm starting to get, you know, real uh, real busy, but. Uh, this is really important, and I'd be willing to do more than nothing.
0: Hey, uh, where can people find your uh, Ridleyos or your, you know, current, uh, ongoing batches of uh, Ridley reports these days?
10: Oh, just same as always, RidleyReport dot com. Nice.
0: I uh, I watched yeah. a, a recent one of yours; thought it was good. I also listened to uh, your interview with Bonnie on her uh, activist archives that she's doing now. I thought it was pretty good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Keep, keep up the good work, Mr. Ridley. We appreciate you. Thanks for the call. 603-283-6160. Let's go to Tom in New Hampshire. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live.
6: Good evening. Uh, speaking about New Hampshire, I want to point out Tuesday I went up to Raymond, New Hampshire, not very far from here where I live, and uh, I met Mike Pence, who was out there campaigning. wasn't even a very big crowd. Uh, One of the benefits of living in the state of the first in the nation primary, Uh, I got to meet him uh, when he went around to shake hands with people before making his talk. I recited the clause in the 12th Amendment about the president of the Senate shall open all the certificates. Uh, You know, that's uh, I mean, of all the things that these people do. I mean, uh, the the one thing that's uh, as benign as doing exactly what the United States Constitution says, and as peaceful as opening a bunch of certificates, and he's a traitor, people are furious at him for doing that. But uh, be that as it may, uh, I used to heckle the candidates over, do you want to legalize drugs now or do you still want to wait until more cops get themselves killed first? Oh yeah well now I think I have got a better one and that is you know it took a bloody war to uh, emancipate the slaves a war started over something else but that's because so many states were overrun with people who were so crazy that they were convinced that the skin color that they were born with made them superior to somebody born with a, a darker colored skin and that this some, somehow entitled them and their elected representatives uh to violate the darker skinned persons uh right to liberty and nowadays the country is even more overrun by even crazier people who believe that the place where they were born makes them superior to people born outside certain lines on the map and that this entitles them and their elected representatives uh, to violate the unalienable right of those other people to live in the country of their choice. Now, uh, Representative, Senator, uh, congressional, presidential candidate, if it took a bloody war to uh, emancipate the slaves, what's it going to take to shut down the United States Border Patrol and open the border to all of God's children who want to live in the United States of America?
0: That's a great question. I mean, uh, yeah. I, there, are, there, are... there are methods that, you know, can be nonviolent, Uh, To do so, it starts with education. It starts with, uh, you know, logic, reason. Uh, It starts with people thinking things through instead of just being knee-jerk, obedient to whomever the authority de jure is. I,
1: I hasten to point out that it did not require a war anywhere except for the U.S. and Haiti. Everywhere else on Earth just stopped doing it. And it was, it was an absolutely religious movement because Christians of the time believed, and sincerely enough to act on it, believed that there is one Lord for all men and that there cannot be a human being that is Lord over another human being. So everywhere else it just stopped. Well, these are, uh, keep in mind some of these uh, Republican candidates are uh,
6: like Mike Pence. He is weaponizing his Christianity, which uh, nothing wrong with Christianity at all. But uh, when you use it as an excuse to vote for a dry county because your denomination don't, doesn't believe in drinking or,
1: or stuff like that now, what he's. If like, you're using a religion a where one of the only things that the guy specifically and explicitly told you to do, one of the only things that he specifically told people to do, was drink wine. And you're going to use that as a means of saying you are not allowed to drink wine. Utter utter madness. And the, the thing that uh, they, they run on... He's uh,
6: using his Christianity as a, this is what guides him and everything. Well, if he, he's a God-fearing man that he cr- claims to be, what about God's other children who happen to be born outside certain lines on the map? But what, what I'm getting at, another thing here, um, I, after that, after he left the senior center, some of the people at the uh, meeting went down to said. Uh, Okay, he's gone. Now let's go get back to playing dominoes. Uh, I went home and uh, put on my work boots and went to my job as a package handler, Mm -hmm. which is Monday through Friday evenings. But that leaves Saturday and Sundays open if you're going to be needing a new uh, talk show host on Free Talk Live, unless I'm too libertarian for you. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, You know, we'll see what the future beholds. And, uh, Tom, we thank you for the call, of course. Have a great night. Uh, 603-283-6160. Yeah, I guess probably some listeners are curious about, you know, what's going to happen to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, we got to wait for Monday to transpire first. You know, um, I think largely uh, there are, you know, uh, at least I've been privy to some uh, planning conversations, so there are uh, a variety of things that could happen depending on the outcome of Monday. So we're just going to wait for all that to happen, and then we'll figure it out. Uh, Largely, you probably won't notice much of a difference, uh, is my guess. The show will go on one way or another. Uh, That is the plan. So our plan is not to close up our doors and, you know, stop doing the show. That is not the plan. Uh, The plan is to keep the show going. The show, in my opinion, this is the most important talk radio show that I can think of. Yeah. Uh, because it is live, it is call-in, it is caller-driven, uh, it's uh been around for decades, uh, and it is a shining beacon in a sea full of crap. And uh, if ever we needed escapes from censorship, yeah. now is the time. Also, too, to our long-time listeners, or even short-time listeners, uh, This show can be considered a bit of a canary in the coal mine Mm -hmm. when the man, quote unquote, uh, that is the organization of tyrants and goons and despots and uh, all the other bad names we like to hurl at the organization, commonly referred to as government. Uh, If this show ever does go off air because of them, well, you might know what time it is. Yeah. So there's that.
1: And I'd like to point out that they are starting with the guns so that they can come for speech. Like, that's exactly what's going on here. And that's what the design originally was. The First Amendment, these are all of your freedoms that are really, really important. And your Second Amendment is so that you can keep them. Right. So they come after the second one so they can get rid of the first. And they're doing a tremendous job with that already, saying, oh, no, it's not the government silencing you when, say, Google kicks you off of every platform. Right. Never mind that government money has been involved in them since day one. Never mind all of the planning that government's done directly. Never mind its current direct and obvious involvement and, in fact, the money that they're giving directly to these social platforms. Never mind all of that. Yeah. It isn't government. It doesn't count as censorship. But at least there is some limit to that power. However, if they disarm the population,
0: there will be no limit to that power. Yeah, I, uh, I, I see a lot of um, firearms advocates, those who believe that uh, all men should have the ability to arm themselves. Uh, and I saw one today that said, uh, those who want to disarm you are your enemy. That was it. That was all it said. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you're a pacifist, even if you don't own any firearms, right? uh, The fact that somebody wants to take away your ability to do so, should you change your mind, makes them not your friend. Yeah. Definitely not your friend. Yeah. Because if you do look back at history... We learn that when governments take away guns, a whole bunch of people die. Immediately after, yeah. It doesn't take long for that to happen. And there's only one reason that they want to disarm you, and that's so they can do whatever the hell they want to you. Mm -hmm. And you can't do jack about it. And the thing is,
1: the pacifists who don't have the means and ability to protect themselves are, in fact, protected by the ambiguity there. Right. But as soon as we know for a fact that you will not be armed, you become extremely vulnerable, which is why all of these mass shootings occur in gun-free zones. Right. Is because the ambiguity is gone. We no longer don't know whether you will be able to defend yourself. We know you will be unable to, and that is what makes you susceptible to attack. And that is exactly what this government is attempting. And sure, oh no, it's just one city. Oh, it won't be. It won't be. That's part of why they dealt with this in the Bruin decision, to explicitly state you're not allowed to just pop up gun-free zones and just make it, oh, well, this region, this region, then this region... You can't have any any ability to defend yourself. No, no, we that's an obvious tactic. And it is the tactic that they are starting now. So we can either nip this in the bud or not.
0: Uh, this article continues. It says, uh, enforcing the governor's orders. This is the governor of New Mexico, uh, Grisham. Uh, Enforcing the governor's order could also put Albuquerque police in a difficult position with the Department of Justice regarding a police reform settlement, said police spokesman Gilbert Gallagos. All of those are unsettled questions, he said late Friday. Grisham referenced several recent shootings in Albuquerque in issuing the order. Among them was a suspected road rage shooting on Wednesday outside a minor league baseball stadium that killed an 11-year-old, Froyland Villas, and critically wounded a woman as their vehicle was peppered with bullets while it left the game. Last month, a five-year-old was fatally shot while asleep in a motorhome. Four teens entered the mobile home and uh, stole two vehicles, or in two stolen vehicles, and opened fire on the trailer, according to police. The governor also cited an August shooting in Taos County with 13-year-old Amber Archuleta. A 14-year-old boy shot and killed the girl. While they were at his home, authorities said, quote, when New Mexicans are afraid to be in crowds, to take their kids to school, to leave a baseball game, when their very right to exist, is threatened by the prospect of violence at every turn. Something is very wrong, Grisham said in a statement. Yeah, Grisham, something is very wrong. They are threatened with violence at every turn by your organization. If they don't do your bidding, you're the one threatening them. furthermore, by issuing this order under the disguise of a public health emergency, you have put a target on everyone's back. Because now you're telling them that, oh, wherever people go, they're not going to be armed. Do you think that's going to embolden some criminals or make them less likely to attack?
1: Yeah. And... This will continue for as long as people believe that all rights come from government. As long as that is so, government will change your rights. They will alter the deal. Pray they do not alter it again. Pray they they do not
0: alter the deal any further.
1: Don't worry, though. They will.
0: 603-283-6160. If we have time coming up, I want to talk about the Wikipedia founder and what he said about Wikipedia itself. More Free Talk Live. It's coming up. final segment of this Saturday night edition of Free Talk Live. We've got some calls on hold. We'll get to those momentarily. There might be time for you. You could try 603-283-6160 in the studio tonight. It's myself, the captain. And Peakless Mountaineer. Uh, Before we go on with the show, I want to say thank you to DeFi the Code. DeFi the Code is a silver level amplifier of, well, this very show, Free Talk Live. What is an amplifier? You might ask. Well, you can find out all about it over at amps.freetalklive.com. Uh, but essentially, uh, it is a way for you to contribute. Uh, DeFi the code is giving us five bucks a month. Uh, you can contribute. Uh, we only ask for five. You contribute ten or twenty-five or more. Some people do. There's different levels. We've got like silver and gold and platinum and that kind of a thing over there. Uh, you get some perks, some little you know benefits for being an amplifier but that's not why you should contribute you should contribute to help us get onto more radio stations we're currently on something like 180 radio stations plus the internet and some satellite channels we could be on more we could be on 300 350 isn't out of the question it's all up to you and what i think is the best use of your liberty dollar if you want to spread the message of freedom peace and prosperity the best way for you to do it is to become an amplifier over at amps com. Thank you again for DeFi the code. That's D-E-F-I the code. For your contribution, we appreciate you. Alright, uh, let's go to what do we got here? Looks like we've got major pain. Major, you're on Free Talk Live.
7: Hey, good evening. Yeah, Ta-ta. I got a couple of things on this um, New Mexico thing, but first I want to tell you a thought I had about our own uh, state here. We're on our third crazy, libtard female governor.
0: That would be Michigan.
7: They've they've absolutely run this state into the ground. I mean, as far as rights, economy, (laughs) pricing, every other thing you can think of.
0: I heard that you can uh, still buy a house in the, you know, we'll call it the greater Detroit metropolitan area for pennies, but you're going to be taxed at whatever the government thinks is the retail market value of that house.
7: Oh, yeah, and you're going to have to put new siding and plumbing on it, too, because all the copper and aluminum has been long gone. Right. But anyway, so um, I I just had a thought. This may or may not have come to pass, but you know how all these governments want to comply with this Green New Deal business, right? So I'm thinking this came up in front of the house probably maybe seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to figure out a way to green up all the government buildings. And somebody suggested low-flow toilets. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. And, says, hmm. and all of a sudden, one guy stands up in the back and says, we can't do that. Low-flow toilets can't consume all the crap produced in Lansing.
0: <laughs> or at least produced by politicians, right? Mm.
7: Yeah, that, that was that was my point. You had to kind of read between the lines. Yeah. So anyway, I... up here, up here in Alpena County, about ten years ago, we had a bumper sticker. You guys were talking about the incarceration rate out in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. We said a bumper sticker. They must have only made up a couple batches of them because I didn't see them for very long, and I could never find one to purchase myself. But it says Alpina Vacation Leave on Probation. <laughs> I was like, hmm? Damn, that is such a truism. It was scary, right? And, uh, yeah, so if you got an out-of-state plate and you got a overzealous police force, you better watch your P's and Q's.
0: Yep. Yeah. Agreed.
7: Yeah. And as far as this New Mexico thing, um, I can't believe, because this is right up Sarah's alley. This is caused by a road rage. Where's our man on the street interview?
0: Well, I mean, she doesn't drive so
7: i know she doesn't drive she probably doesn't even pay attention to the meat you know any of the local new breaking news so to speak so she might find out about this next week
0: <laughs> yeah she'll call in like three weeks from now hi did you hear that uh yeah yeah yes yeah, Sarah, we heard <laughs> yeah, yeah. hey major uh thank you for the call tonight we appreciate you uh will you be joining us on beard talk live a little later
7: I, I've been feeling pretty poorly. I was hospitalized for a while, but uh, oh, no. I'll try to keep my eyeballs open.
0: All right. We'll be uh, we'll doing Beer Talk Live 1030 tonight, so about a half hour after this show is over, uh, folks can okay. join us. Thanks again for the call.
1: And they can join us at watch.freetalklive.com. Is that right?
0: That is correct, yes. Right. Uh, in fact, that's the only place that you can see it live anyway. Uh, we do publish the podcast when we're done. Uh, but the only place you can you know, do it live, if you will, is over at watch.freetalklive.com. Have live. see it? We'll do it live. Yes, we will. Uh, moving right along, let's go to Tim in Florida. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live.
11: Hey, guys. Uh, I was smoking a bowl, and just when the peak of my buzz was coming on, I, I hear you talking about these, these uh, teenagers uh, shooting up a, a trailer and a f- five-year-old. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that that was pretty depressing. Uh, Anyway, uh, so I thought I'd call in and tell you I got a new dog, a new new puppy. What kind? Yeah, uh, well, I thought she was a mutt, and it turns out I think she's a a purebred on either a mountain cur or a Tennessee tree brindle and she she's beautiful but i didn't i didn't know she was such a high energy dog or i probably wouldn't have got her i don't i don't have any regrets and she's awesome uh
0: do you have uh you know space for a dog that kind of a thing one of the concerns that that i've had over my life is you know living in small apartments and that kind of a thing like i i feel like a dog uh, should have enough space to like run when they want to and uh you know so like I, I don't want to make a dog sort of go against their own nature. Now, maybe it's a small dog or something like that. I don't know. Or I don't know your living situation either. But uh, do, you, do, you, do you got enough, you know, space for the dog?
11: Yeah, yeah. She's got a backyard uh, fenced in. Uh, we got to repair the fence some. But um, we, we, we patched it up for now. And uh, well, the, th- the thing about these dogs, I didn't know. They're, they're actually so high energy. You could actually set them loose, like on. on. Uh, sorry, I'm going out back. Sorry for the uh, door slamming. Um, you could actually set them loose on prey, you know, or, or, or whatever, and they, they could run all day long. And then at nighttime, they'll just be. Just, so I, basically, you have to exercise them mm-hmm. or they're going to tear everything up in the house. Uh,
0: and
11: you, you can't leave them alone.
0: Yeah. So, yeah I had that problem. Wild. I had that problem with a, a German shepherd puppy. Uh, and so uh, I had to leave to go to work, uh, and uh, you know I, I had a sort of a basement living area, and there's one of those uh, those poles that sort of holds up the floor, the metal pole, and so I cleared everything from you know the the radius, and I would just leave the dog uh, on the leash uh, while I went to work, uh, and you know I was cage training her as well. Uh, somehow she got a hold of the area rug on the floor, and was able to drag the area rug and the love seat towards her and i got home from work one day and it looked like a giant alligator had taken a bite out of the the bottom of the love seat and there was just white stuffing strewn everywhere it looked like it snowed in the basement and she was just standing there like You know, if a dog could smile, right, wagging her tail, just looking at me like, look what I did. And like, I couldn't even be mad at her because it was so amazing what she had done. She had drugged. Daddy, daddy, I moved the couch. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. So yeah, I I hear you when it comes to that. Uh, Tim, I wanted to tell you that um, the thing we were talking about is this uh, New Mexico governor has issued uh, an order. For 30 days, that's no one in the greater Albuquerque area, an entire county, uh, can carry uh, guns, whether open carry or concealed carry, even if they have a permit, uh, because of a handful of shootings. That That's when you tuned in. We were talking about the shootings that had occurred, and that's what she was under citing. The
11: guise, under the guise of a health emergency, which is an interesting legal yeah. argument, but it's not, right. it won't end up, it's not going to hold up. You know, it's going to be challenged and it's not going to hold up. But in the meantime, they're going to enforce it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Or or will it? Like, we saw this before with the mask mandates. New Mexico. We saw this before with the mask mandates where one governor or one mayor was like, oh, we're going to mandatory this thing. And no one stood up. It held up. They were able to do it. And then once one got to do it, we saw monkey see, monkey do. And then every other state joined the bandwagon at some point, including New Hampshire, sadly.
11: You know, I was in Collier County at the time, and uh, the only mask mandate we had was actually a mandate to post a sign on a business that said it's recommended that you wear a mask. Yeah. And for the first couple of months, everybody took that as a mask mandate until they realized, you know, you had a handful of employees here and there that they were just like, you know what, I'm not going to wear a mask. And then customers started taking them off and just kind of dominoed from there.
0: Yeah, uh, New Hampshire had, uh, originally, the, the governor had said, I'm going to leave it up to the individual municipalities. And the individual municipalities were like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And then a couple of them were like, okay, we're going to do it. And that's how, it like, I mean, I was okay with that, right? Like, okay, well, I know what municipalities I won't go shopping in now. Or I will go shopping in now, depending on, you know, where I was at. But then some time passed, and the governor decided that, well, he didn't like the lack of publicity he was getting. He wanted the publicity that all the other governors were getting because they made it a mandate. And so then he jumped on the bandwagon and mandated it for the whole state. Sadly. so. Anything else, Tim?
11: No, that's it. I just wanted to uh, bring a little, uh, I don't know, a little joy. (laughs) That's pretty heavy, you know. I'm, I'm just trying to imagine, I'm trying to imagine, you know, being some stupid teenager you know, high out of my mind, like like what what mm. what were they even thinking? You know, yeah.
0: like what is that? Well, hey Tim, good luck with the puppy, man, and enjoy because you should. Thanks for the call. Yeah,
1: and I gotta say, one of the parallels of both of these, you know, so-called health emergencies, is just this idea of well, you gotta do something. What are you gonna just do nothing? Uh, yeah. Well, you gotta do something, even if it makes the problem worse. Well, and how about- that is the incentive for getting reelected cuz even if you make the problem much 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 worse yeah. you're getting your name in the paper for doing something and yeah. for some reason that's really
0: important to people yeah it seems to work over and over again and that's how we get tyranny yeah uh let's move right along we've got an unscreened caller what is your name and where are you calling from please
12: hey captain kickass how you doing this is mark watson at Radio 8424, listening to you on Radio8424.com right this minute.
0: Hey, Mark. Thanks for the call. What's going on?
12: Hey, I just wanted to say hello. Uh, don't get a chance to really say hi here from the Smoky Mountains is very often, but um, I think part of the activism we could do is uh, really participate in the show and uh, let people know when we're listening, where we're calling from, what we're listening to, You know, what channel we're listening to on. And I just want to let people know they can listen via Bluetooth in their car uh, to Radio8424.com when they Bluetooth. Nice. It's really easy, and it works anywhere you are, and you can listen to Free Talk Live, uh, the whole show.
0: Yeah, you've been a, a longtime rebroadcaster of the show. We appreciate that, of course. Uh, there aren't probably Absolutely. probably many radio stations that uh, not only would be like, hey, that's cool, but, like, please keep doing so. <laughs>
12: Well, I'll tell you why. Um, if you ever wanted to get into streaming and you needed a content, there was nothing like using LRN for the 24/7 content that it provides sure. to cut your teeth on how to do everything else. And that's how it started. And so now I have a TV station and a radio station 24/7. And uh, but I'm I'm glad to feature uh, Free Talk Live uh, during the program on my channel and make it available. You know, radio, they talk about having 50,000-watt blowtorches, you know, big antennas and all the equipment. But with the Internet, you know, I'm worldwide wherever someone has an Internet connection, which brings LRN, which brings Free Talk Live. uh, Everywhere there is the Internet. And uh, I think people should promote, you know, getting Free Talk Live out there, getting more exposure to it. Uh, The fact is there's so much going on in the Liberty community that comes through your show that it would be a shame if people didn't take more advantage.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you, and I think it's important, uh, you know, folks are listening uh, to, you know, tune in however they can, whether it's on uh, your site, uh, studio8424.com, is that right? Uh,
12: That one, and the radio station is Radio 8424, and the TV is studio8424.com.
0: Awesome. And the
12: nice thing about the radio station is I made sure to use low bandwidth on the radio station so you could listen to your car Bluetooth and not be out of your data plan.
0: Nice. Well done, Mark. Hey, I appreciate the call, man. Take care. Feel free to call us again. Uh, 603-283-6160. Moving right along. Uh, Let's go to uh, another Michigan caller. I believe this is Law Dog. You're on Free Talk Live.
13: Hey, is it okay if we switch the subject to marijuana again?
0: Yeah, man. (laughs) Let's switch to marijuana, man.
13: Yeah. um, They're not producing single-pack thc 10 milligrams down here in michigan anymore okay i found that out from uh my uh, bud tender so to speak yep so uh there was some that was uh medicinal right yep and i says well can't you sell single medicinal to uh for a guy who's looking for single recreational and they go no man says we can't do that if it expires uh you know they got to they got to take it out back they got to cook it they got to burn it in front of a camera yeah wow i mean th- th- this stuff's crazy that that they're doing around here but uh you know don't expect any if you're in michigan don't expect any of those uh, any more of those single uh single packs of uh that is, single doses
6: it is
0: crazy i wonder
13: grams and in, in I,
0: the gummies i wonder hmm. what happens at like a liquor store you know if there's some You know, I mean, I guess with booze, booze doesn't really expire, but wine does and beer does. So, like, are the distributors required to pour that out in front of a camera? (laughs) Like, that doesn't make any sense, right? Right. Also, another
13: thing that doesn't make any sense there is well, kind of think of it; it does make a lot of sense.
0: Well, it makes sense if you're a control freak and you (laughs) want to know. Going
13: down to the flower pot here, there has been not one male bud tender, they're all female bud tenders. And I asked the manager about that and she says, you're right. And I says, well, it, you, you know, you can't trust the guys because they're going to, they're going to, uh, they're, they're going to steal and, and uh, the product or they're going to steal the money. That's just the way it is.
3: Wow. And
13: she looked at me and says, well, we had a guy we hired in here that, you know, told this lady how really, really nice she looked in a dress and it's like, you know, and they, they had to fire him. Because uh, it, it it freaked the women out. I mean, I, I thought that was stupid.
0: Wow. Yeah. So they're they're only yeah, hiring I mean, females why would, why because of the one guy.
13: guy? Trade, why, that is why profoundly would the guy
0: trade, sexist and also no, why illegal?
13: Would he trade THC for VAG. That just does not make
3: <laughs> sense. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the world is full of well people, and people do well interesting things. Uh, which is all the more reason to not give them a big institution uh, that is based on coercion and enforced and by violence uh, for psychopaths to get into and force their preferences on anybody else. That's the, the thing that I, I keep trying to get people to understand about government is that, you know, if 51 percent of the people vote for a thing, that means 49 percent of the people are being subjected to it against their consent. Uh-huh. And oh, like- Another
13: thing before I leave here, just sure. one more thing. Camp Grayling up there in Grayling, it's the largest National Guard um, uh, post. It's where they all go for their training up there in Camp Grayling. That's about 99 miles from that Goshen plant. And what's going to happen when the, those balloons came over there and got all of those uh, uh, pictures over uh where the missile silos were, Hmm. they're going to come straight over the North Pole, and Michigan is going to be the first one in play because Gretsch gave them all those tax rebates there and big rapids or whatever, and uh, they're going to come and they're going to hit us right there. So I I see Michigan going down first. What about you?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, We'll have to wait and see how it all plays out. I'm confused. Are you
1: you talking about like uh, an attack? Yeah, yeah. By who?
13: E- either, either the Ruskies or the uh, the China guys.
1: Honestly, I am way more concerned bold. about George Soros and Klaus Schwab than I am Xi Jinping <laughs> and Putin. Seriously, like, no, I'm
13: seriously, not... uh, you, you take this theory and uh, and and think about it and chew on it, and it makes a lot of sense.
1: Not really, man. I mean. What do they have to lose and what do they have to gain?
13: Oh, they got, they got to gain all of those oil reserves up in uh, Alaska that uh, Biden won't let us drill and the strategic uh, oil that he's given away uh, well, to uh, China.
0: So this is why I advocate for everyone to arm themselves. Not because, you know, uh, you, you know, have the right to, but because <sighs> military 101... Right, uh, strategy, Military Strategy 101 says that the most difficult place to conquer is that of the heavily armed populace. And so if everybody is heavily armed, then it is much less likely that anybody is going to try to conquer you. Yeah.
1: Well, and hold on. So you really think that they're going to risk the nuclear annihilation of the species to get some oil? Yeah. Huh? Wow, under, I, I think that you are underestimating people. their desire no, you don't to survive. Those
13: people. Remember, in World War II, they were so glad to see the the Russians treat them from the Japanese, and the Russians treated them worse than the Japanese and slaughtered them.
1: I don't see what that has to do with anything.
13: <laughs>
0: yeah, how does History that?
13: History like... repeats itself, brother man.
0: Okay, but how does that equate uh, coming over the North Pole and into Michigan?
13: How does that equate?
0: Yeah, how do you get from there it's the, to... It's
13: the easier, softer way. It's the easier, softer if, way. If they're going to steal... the North Pole, and, and you be coming through Canada, and... If the they're going to steal Alaska, they'll just steal so Alaska. You know, they're, uh, they're right there at Sault Ste. Marie... And it's, it's curtains for Michigan.
0: Well, okay, but there's, to my knowledge, not a whole bunch of oil in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, if they're going to steal Alaska,
1: they're just going to steal Alaska. And seriously, the, the reason that they don't like doing things like this is because it gets them killed. Like, the person who makes the decision is actually at risk of dying as a result of it. And that's why they don't go to war with each other. Did we lose you?
13: No, I'm I'm still here.
1: Oh, Okay. Just chewing I'm on still, the idea I, of I, I maybe Xi Jinping actually wants to survive
0: this century. <laughs> yeah. I should
13: have stayed on the marijuana subject. That's <laughs> all right.
0: Hey, Law Dog, we appreciate you. Thanks you. Thanks to you for the call tonight. Uh, I want to touch on this before we run out of time because I teased it. Uh, this from the People's TV. Wikipedia founder warns that the site is run by the CIA to brainwash the public. That's right. The founder of Wikipedia has issued a stark warning to the public about the site he helped create, claiming that the U.S. government has taken it over as a tool for information warfare against the public. Millions of unwitting Americans use Wikipedia as an authoritative source of information on the Internet. Google and social media companies promote Wikipedia to their top search results and use the data posted on the site as definitive facts when users are looking for information. However, comma the data contained within Wikipedia are often generated and edited by a shadowy group of activists who seek to advance political and social narrative. According to Wikipedia co-founder Lawrence Mark Sanger the CIA and other alphabet intelligence agencies are now in charge of Wikipedia and use it to manipulate public opinion. Sanger claims the CIA and FBI have been secretly operating the site for the past 15 years. He made the bombshell admission during an interview with Pulitzer Prize-winning investigative journalist Glenn Greenwald. Sanger claims that Wikipedia has become a tool of control in the hands of U.S. government. He warns the site is now heavily controlled by the CIA, FBI, and other alphabet intelligence agencies. We do have evidence that even as early as 2008... The CIA and FBI computers were used to edit Wikipedia, Sanger told Greenwald. Wow. That is a bombshell. Right? Right? That, that he has evidence of that. Uh, he asks, do you think they stopped doing it back then? Or do you think maybe they ramped it up? <laughs> Just how did we get to a point where truth is tied to a particular ideology, Sanger asked. And that's a great question. And they have the nerve to ask me for money.
1: Honestly, I hope you go down in flames, but I know it ain't going to happen.
0: We're out of time. Thank you to all of our callers and our listeners. Thank you, Peakless. Stay tuned in about 30 minutes or so from now at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll be doing Beard Talk Live at watch.freetalklive.com. Thanks and peace.